Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Hopefully, I won't be interrupted again. I had to delete the last podcast because my dog was barking. Hi, everybody. Hi, Cuckoohead. But I wanted to come in and talk about an episode I did earlier. Excuse you. Um, that was a good snack, buddy. I wanted to come in and talk about an episode I did <clears throat> excuse me earlier about Mr. Cosby and um and his innocence and you know they're trying to appeal his sentence and things like that and I talked about my experience and you know sometimes when people think that you talk when you talk about your experience excuse me some people think that you're bitter or you're angry or whatever and I just have to give honor to the most high yahs that I'm not and however in saying that in making that statement I have to admit that um, it took me a lot of years to get to that place Um, a lot of self searching um, a lot of spirituality searching a lot of therapy I've mentioned before that um I've been I was in therapy for 20 years and so um and I take pride in that because even though my faith was strong I ne- I knew that I needed help in other areas um I needed to be able to Um, learn the proper tools in order to deal with the dysfunction that was within myself of self-hate and self-destruction and and things like that and I just think the most high yah that I'm actually in a better place in my life right now so um and I I kept saying in the episode I I I don't speak on anything that I have not experienced and so um you know when you have been violated through rape or molestation what a lot of people um do not understand is it triggers so many things within your psyche and your soul and your spirit insecurity self-doubt um low self-esteem promiscuity um anger hate um frustration um unforgiveness confusion and I could go on and on those are just a few things that you have to work through um you have to come to a true understanding of sex because you know we don't talk about that in our families we don't talk about sex we don't talk about um that in our churches we don't explain um the feelings um that you go through with that and so um your personal relationship with sexual intercourse um because I had a horrible relationship with sexual intercourse um oh a horrible relationship um with sexual intercourse and the understanding of it and so many things that I didn't understand about my body and my feelings and my thoughts and things like that and um it just hit me right now that um the violation of 
black women and men go back so far into slavery and maybe that's a lot of reasons why we don't talk about it in our families and um in our churches and explain um how the most high actually wants us to um interact in um in that realm um because the history of our sexuality and the history of the relationship with sex or the violation of sex in our culture is so demeaning and so violent and um so destructive that it's something that we just don't talk about but it leads to confusion and and even not talking about it um with your children or with your spouse um leads to more generational curses what's funny is when i begin this episode that's why i always ask the most high to lead my voice i didn't even know that i was going to be talking about that (laughs) that's how the most high works and for me so let me speak for me because that happened to me at a such a young age twice um i was a very paranoid parent and a very overprotective parent and i remember my parental peers had a lot of negative things to say about me because i chose to talk to my kids about um sex at a very young age and around the time that my children were in like 7 6 and 5th grade um they were sending home permission slips about you know sex class or sexual education class in schools and i felt a way about it because i was like um no i want to be the one to educate my children about that the best way i can because at that time i had a very unhealthy relationship with sex um and what i mean by that i can give you one instance what i mean by that is the most easiest one for me to talk about is i thought that sex was love so any time that i had sex with someone i thought it was love i thought i was in love and i thought that person loved me and that's not necessarily true i just think that sex is sex but now i'm an adult and i know better and that's because i wasn't educated about sex and 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 sexuality was forced upon me so i didn't know the difference i also could not be comfortable in it um i didn't know what an orgasm was i didn't know it's funny because i have three kids and i didn't know how that even worked um <laughs> um how you know the whole science class of i don't think i paid attention that day but how that your body works in even creating a child in the sperm and the eggs and the blah 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 um like i said earlier i come from the background of foster care and um my parents didn't educate me on those things let's just say that they didn't give me the proper tools um to know anything about it so um 
I'm just realizing how detrimental that is to our culture as far as the way we approach sexuality, the way we approach sex, or the way we don't approach sex. And I think it stems from the violation of our ancestors in slavery. And that's something that we need to tackle because I think we as a people need to have a healthier relationship with the knowledge of sexuality and sex. And what's going on right now in this culture is not a very healthy relationship. It's funny to me that we think that exposing our bodies and sitting with our legs wide open or twerking our butts or showing our breasts or showing our dick prints um, is healthy and is somehow... um, it's somehow what is the word I'm looking for? It's somehow empowering, empower, empowering, and I don't view it as that, and maybe I don't view it as that, um, because of my violation, and maybe I don't view it as that because it happens to not be that. You can weigh it either way. So, and even though I went through what I went through, I didn't blame um a group of people you know what I'm saying like some people are violated and oh a black man raped me so I hate all black men no that wasn't never my thing and I thank the most high for that because it was always the individuals I never put that burden on other men or anything like that so I I thank God for um at at a young age even knowing the difference in that Um, and that's something that we have to stop doing it's an individual thing it's not a whole collective group of boogeymen Um, so I just feel like I'm not bitter and I wanted to make that clear Um, I don't blame anybody but the individuals that put me in that situation I've also done the work to heal myself and I feel like um, that it's okay to seek out therapy. It's okay to have a strong spirituality base. It's okay to ask questions that you feel uncomfortable about. Um, It's okay to feel the way you're feeling sad and angry and hurt and confused and all those things. What's not okay is to sit in it. What's not okay is to figure out how to get through it to be able to use your voice of survival to help that next person come through their darkness and know that um, the other side of that door lies um, a certain type of peace for you to be able to maneuver through the rest of your life. So seek out therapy. Um, What angers me is growing up in the environment that I grew up in and um, talking to my foster brothers and sisters and all foster kids let's be clear are my brothers and sisters and so having conversations because when you go through it you think you're alone you think nobody has ever experienced what you experienced You know what I'm saying? That's just really a mind fuck in itself. And you realize that there's so many people um, 
experienced them have walked in your shoes and that's why I tell my story to encourage people because there's a other side to this there's a there's a reconciliation with yourself and with God there's a there's a a peace that you have that comes over you that you can feel comfortable in your own skin and learn to love yourself and learn to have a healthier relationship um with sex and learn how to have a Um, a healthy sexuality that's respectful and honors who you are as an individual and then it gives you the proper tools to educate those young people around you on how to conduct themselves in a proper way and how to conduct themselves as young lady and young men and have a self-respect and a respect for others when it comes to this situation um I often used to tell my son, like, you don't understand what a woman has to go through just to get birth control. Like, we got to have pap smears and breast exams and, you know, all kind of stuff where a boy can just, or a man can just walk into the store and get a condom. A woman has to go through a lot of things in order to receive uh, a nouveau ring or a pack of birth control pills or a shot. So, you know, we have to have a healthier Um, relationship with that and I just you know require people to get help and also in this situation like when you look at the list of characters or the cast of characters that were in this case about Mr. Cosby what I want to say to those women is that if you are not telling the truth you have now made it bad for those children who've been violated um, or those adults who've been violated and now you have made it harder for them to be heard and to um, come out to the forefront um, to get themselves protected and other people protected and if you lied for money because like I said in my previous podcast I don't understand what monetary gain has to do and how it's going to help a person heal mentally and spiritually after they've been violated um, by such acts. So with that being said, I would never come back after all these years and be like, you owe me a million dollars because you violated me in 1982. Like, no, like, if anything, I want you in jail, but like I said, I dealt with it then. Nothing came of it. I wasn't believed. And that's a whole nother conversation we're going to have. But when I look at myself and I'm speaking for myself, I can honestly say that no amount of money would have brought my self-esteem back, my self-worth back, my dignity back, my innocence back, my understanding of the world back, protection. I wasn't protected. Like, there's no amount of money that um, could have healed that trauma that I experienced. However, years of prayer and years of strong faith in the Most High and years of therapy has helped me um, heal that. And I'm still in the process of healing that. Um, And I think that I have, I want to believe that I have a, healthier perspective when it comes to sexuality and sex and but I clearly understand now that's my dog in the background 
Um, I clearly understand now why we have such an unhealthy, and I thank the Most High for revealing that to me. Like I said, this I didn't plan to have this conversation, um, but this is what he put on my heart to speak. So, you know, I just want to speak to those women who know that they did not tell the truth and you have made it hard for a parent to protect their child or for a child to come forward or for even an adult to come forward when they have been violated. And that saddens me because I was one of the people who were violated and was not believed. And we weren't in the era of me too. We weren't in the era of times up. And now that these eras have been exposed because I just heard about Time's Up being exposed about how they were taking the money that was being donated to the organization and pocketing it. Allegedly, this is what the article said. Um, I just think that that is sad because you have now made it harder for women and men and boys and girls to get the proper help and the proper um, the proper um justice that they need because you made this a joke and now after these movements um it won't be taken seriously because now there's a stain on it and as a survivor of it it is very disappointing to me and um i know i always knew these things were existed look at what happened to emmett till look what happened in rosewood every time a black man is destroyed is because some woman lied and said she was touched or raped and that wasn't even true so there's a history of these things and it still doesn't make it right it doesn't make it okay to do it's just that we live in a time now that is when you don't tell the truth you can be exposed now back then you couldn't be the exposed but by the way the woman who lied on Emmett Till and admitted that she lied on Emmett Till to the author who kept it a secret and finally wanted to tell the truth she still is alive and we need justice for what happened to Mr. Emmett Till that's just how I feel and what can we do about that because if you change the statutes of limitations for bill cosby you can change the statutes of limitation for her being as though she lied and those men murdered that young man and they got off and she's been able to live her life in peace and prosperity yet still this man's death um still lingers in our community to this day so just think about that but so many communities have been destroyed and so many lives has been destroyed by that lie and you guys continue with continue to per perpetrate that lie and now we're here and as a survivor and having this platform now i'm speaking up and saying enough is enough because you made it hard especially for my people but from for anybody from any background to be able to get proper justice and proper peace and healing um the proper counseling um to be able to heal and move forward so you have just poured more gasoline on the wound of black people by doing this and um i'm just one of those people that's going to take a stand enough is enough i don't condone it i don't like it I will not co-sign it. I was not uh, for the Me Too movement. I was not for the Time Up movement. Um, 
um, I'm for um, helping those women who have been violated because I was one. And um, I just feel that um, we need to find a better way because there's so many, it's somebody right now as I'm speaking somewhere around this world that this is happening to and now you've made it bad for that individual and I just think that that is just um just a sad case of events and it's sickening and I hope your conscience eats you alive but um I just wanted to speak on that because there needs to be a healing in our community when it comes to that because these people are allowed to continue to destroy our communities with the same lie and it takes more of us black women to speak up and say enough is enough and when you have truly been violated you need to um, go to the police officers and if they don't believe you um, make a scene do something get your rape kit test tell somebody um everybody's interrupted me the dog barking the phone ringing lord you guys forgive me i'm sorry but you know for those of us who are survivors and those of us who um are going through this i hear you and um there are truly people out there that do have honesty within them and there are probably organizations out there that can truly help you and don't be scared to speak up you know what I'm saying? Don't be scared to tell on that person or do what you need to do. And we have to make sure that the children in this world are protected by these predators and even liars who lie about incidents like this are should be uh, viewed as predators. They should be viewed as predators because you are making it harder for the people who have been violated. And so if you lie about such things, I consider you a predator, period, point blank, and this is coming from a survivor. So there are some people that should be believed. You know, a story, you, you need to hear the story. Um, this believe all women and believe all men, that's tricky because this is what we did and we found out that um, some people weren't telling the truth. So I'm still going to stick to I'm going to believe you until I figure out different. But I just know in this Mr. Cosby situation that these stories aren't believable. And it's sad for me to say that and it hurts for me to say that because I am a survivor. But the evidence is right in front of you. And it makes me sad because some little girl or some little boy or some grown man or some grown woman is still reeling from the effects of being violated and they don't know how to get help and they don't know what to do or they're contemplating suicide or cutting themselves or whatever the case may be because they don't have the proper tools and you have just made it bad for them. So I just wanted to, those who have truly been through the storm like I've been through the storm and been through the hurt and pain like I've been through the hurt and pain, we need to... Um, use our voices to speak up uh, for when people are truly violated and defend them. But we also need to speak up when people are using this as a scapegoat to get money to destroy someone's life for money. We have to speak up then too because they're predators also. So um, I want to thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys have a wonderful, blessed afternoon and I'll see you on the next episode.